0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Roberto Silva, the Visible World podcast show. Me and Tim Chase again, here to talk about uh, something in football, but especially about Arsenal, last game against Villa. How are you team? I'm
1: good, good. it's going to be an interesting podcast this week.
0: Mm, Not really. (laughs) (laughs) I don't
1: know, I think it's just going to be an interesting one, I have the feeling.
0: Yeah of course there is a lot of things to, to discuss and talk about this game that uh, once again put like the lights flashing around and uh, about concerns in the team about this result of course you know after um, uh, win the game at Old Trafford you know uh, it was a massive win for the team and then we, you have uh, the Europa League you have a good result We expect uh, the consistency, but we didn't have in this game against Villa. And uh, this is quite a concern for everyone. Yeah,
1: I think so. I think, um, and we, rightfully, everybody sort of gave some decent praise to the whole of the squad. It was a good, solid team performance. Um, And then we actually made a fan's vote whether Alneny or Partey should win Player of the Week. Um, And then Mikel Arteta rested all but two players in the Europa League and they still got results so I think everyone's w- was expecting at least a decent performance like we said like you tweeted on Sunday afternoon before the game that it's going to be a tough game but I'm expecting three points um, and Arsenal just the players just didn't turn up um, it seems like so it's been a criticism of Arsenal as a team that they can be quite weak and easily broken you know they don't have players in the team that can fight and bring the team through, like Vieira and when you were playing as well, and, and players like this that had some fights amongst them. And it seems like as soon as they are, um, have put, are put under pressure really early, they just fall apart and lose all the confidence and lose everything about it. And obviously Villa had a goal disallowed after 40 seconds. And it just seemed like that they were all panicking. Every single one panicked after it. I mean, there was some clips going across about social media about... Tierney falling over the ball and trying to do a trick and falling over that and nearly giving the ball away. Partey putting in awful passes, you know, players that we've given lots of praise to in the past just kind of crumbled under the pressure. And I think that's been a fault that's been put at Arsenal's door for a long time now. And it seems like it's now coming back again.
0: It's hard because um, I think for everyone, I think it's hard for everyone, it's hard for the fans, but for the players, as well, it's, it's tough because um, after two good results, and you as a player, everyone expected the consistent, uh, continue, and then you get the good results. But, uh, as didn't happen in this game, and uh, lots of things uh, strange, uh, events in the game during the game, you know, and um, like a uh, situation with Journey where you know he. He he lost the control of the ball and slippery slippery on it, yep. and um, it's not very common. But what I want to say is not not be too negative about the result. Mm-hmm. Of course, when I look back at Arsenal records the last few years, you know, the the way you mentioned, I know it seems like at some point when they they conceded first, they came a little bit strange in the game, you know about control the game and, and uh, calm down and get back into it. Uh, in this game, seem, seems seems like like uh, things didn't work out, despite the fact they had a, a, a few a few good chances, you know, and they had a few good chances. But um um Villa, they were full of confidence playing this game.
1: They took it, it straight at them, high press right from the start.
0: Yeah, and think, full of confidence, you know, Grealish, amazing, incredible player. Man. I, I <laughs> Seems like um, could be a player that Arsenal missed. Someone has you know, with his ability, you know, he's one of the guy in the middle. He can uh, play a beautiful football. Mm. Um, you know, holds the ball, controls it, but also give assistance. He can score goals as well. Mm. And um, you know, it's it's slightly different from Dennis Bergkamp, but uh, you know. This could be maybe somebody for the future, Arsenal, yeah. consider this situation. But despite that, you know, the, the fact is that um, Arsenal had a, a terrible result after um, two good wins, uh, and it's important to get back. I don't know if this break is good or bad for them, you know, to absorb their the results and turn it back. You know, the, the players went away on the international duty. And um, when they come back, you know, some of them must be tired. Mm. And let's see how the team will will react to that. The Mm. players, everyone will react to um, get rid of this frustration from the game against Villa. Mm.
1: So when you were playing and you had a bad result and then had to go off to international duty, do you think that's a good thing? Did Did you think it was a good thing? Would you Or would you rather... So, would you rather have a break and go, look, I'll concentrate on the national team, be around a different group of players, forget about Arsenal for a minute, and then come back kind of, and then take it on? Or would you prefer to play, rather play another game straight away and get back into it?
0: Sometimes it works well when you have a, a game, you know, just a few days later. Sometimes you need a little bit more time to think about and to work out on the strategies. And um, for the manager to everyone, you know, uh, look um, what, about what happened, what went wrong in this game. The strategies didn't work well. It's, the chemistry was not the best. And uh, the mistakes you have made, you have to look into it very deeply and um, try to find, you know, the way how to correct these things to avoid. Because, uh, as you mentioned before, I know a couple of times here, um, if you don't have a consistency in the Premier League, it's very difficult even to to be in the top four, mm. to be part of the Champions League next season. Arsenal, in the last few years, have been struggling because of that. You know, with non-consistency in their games. You know, they can play one beautiful game today and then. Uh, over Sunday, Sunday they, 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 miss the, this, uh, mm. they miss out on this continuity. Uh, they miss out on this like energy to put it again and repeat it game after the game. Yeah. Obviously, it's not so easy to repeat a good performance every time. But the consistency of uh, most of the players, this is uh, one of the most important things that every team must keep.
1: Hmm. Well, I think you can, so players can have good games and bad games from like a, a skill level point of view. But I think the minimum that our, any fan wants is an effort level. The effort has to be 100% every single time. You know, you represent their team. You're what gets them through this bad period of time that we are all have going through in lockdown. You're like a, a nice hour and a half break, 90 minutes break from real life. The least we want to do is see a bit of effort. And I think the problem is that the players, I really do think that they get scared. And, and so one player makes a mistake and the whole of the rest of the team kind of panic as well. And I think that they need a player like someone like you, someone like Vieira, someone who's experienced that goes, right, everyone calm the fuck down. <laughs> Let's just just kind of get back to this normal. Right. We know how to play football. Calm the fuck down. Let's go again. And I don't think they have that. And I think it just panic just goes right through the team because everyone seems to make mistakes. Like on any seven days ago was player on the best player on the pitch and it was Partey. And now he was giving passes away, letting players run past him. Partey and El and then he looked like they've never played together before. Now I'm not blaming them, but I'm just kind of giving observations of it. And I don't okay. think, and I think it was a problem that it's it's the whole team kind of feel like and the whole team gets in this kind of panicked state and they don't know how to get themselves out of it. And I think that's like I said, it's been like that since the Invincibles, 15 years, now, that it is, they bought skillful players, but with players without a backbone.
0: Seems like you know, uh, they they consider the, the goal at four seconds, yeah. then was allowed you know, it seems like change all their their mindset for this game, strategies for yeah. them, and then you know, they got panic. Okay, the goal was just allowed, but could be a goal, uh, for Villa, and uh, the referee, uh, allowed it, and I think it would be worse, you know, uh, consider goal in the fourth. 40 seconds, you know, it's so early, so early. And then it uh, seems like since, since this episode, things didn't went well. As we have seen, some of the players that performed well in the last couple of games you know, didn't perform well. But after that, you know, one don't play well, another one don't do well, make wrong decisions, uh, miss a lot of uh, passes. This creates, you know, uh, like a uh, kind of bad, um, bad feeling on the field. Yeah. I think at this time, what you, you really need on the field is leadership. This is what you really need in this time. And somebody has to be like, a uh, hey, the one who speaks to the players. And come on, guys, what's wrong? And uh, in the moment, maybe stop the ball for a foul. Just bring the players. Hey, come on. Yeah. Just pick everyone up and uh, get back to the game. Sometimes I miss this kind of uh, thing at Arsenal. This kind of uh, attitude from the players. The players, they are good players. I, you know, I defend these that they are good players. Mm-hmm. They had a bad game. Of course, they had a good game. game.
1: Everyone is entitled to having a bad game.
0: It's not about one player, but they had a bad game. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Villa, they they enjoy the game. They really enjoy the game. But in these moments, when things are very difficult, you, you need leadership on the field and somebody who shouts on the others and bring them back. Because sometimes when you need you need to wake up in the game, you are not feeling well or you are not, you know, maybe you, you slept, but you are sometimes relaxed, you know, you need somebody, hey, come on, uh, wake up and um, let's be focused. I think the... You can be, uh, as they are, good players, sometimes two good guys to each other on the field. And uh, I I have no problem about that, about being two uh, good players, good guys to each other. But for the club, you must give it all. Mm -hmm. You must fight, you must um, work out, you must show to the other players. The leaders of the team must show to the other players and bring them back to the game when they are a little bit uh, out of it. Mm-hmm. And um, but it is important everyone, and sometimes I, I don't see it very much. I remember my time having, for example, Jens Lehmann. And today I think today is his birthday. Yeah. Uh, this is birthday. Happy birthday, my friend! Happy birthday, birthday. birthday. Nazi John! <laughs> yeah. And but you know, having him at the back all the time, you speak to the players, shouts now on everyone, having Martin Keon, uh, you know, no, on his presence on the field, sometimes he was on the bench. But I've seen Martin uh, shouting on from the bench, you know, to somebody else, you know, a couple of times, and so at the back, you know, shouting at everyone because it's not only about the captain; uh-huh. it's about you know the the, the leaders of the team. Uh, speak out and bring everyone to the game when things are not well.
1: Yeah, well, we was, we've said on a, one of our first podcasts uh, we were talking about the Arsenal Invincible team and one of the things you were saying is that training sessions were like a game. You know, when you trained, you treated it as if it was a game. So when it came to the game, it was much easier than actually the training sessions. The training sessions were harder than some of the games. And he also said that actually almost every single player in the Invincible team could have been a captain. They were all individual leaders. You know, you can imagine, like you've mentioned two of them, and then you've got Dennis Bergkamp, um, when we could go through the whole team and name people that could be captains. I mean, Freddie Jungberg was the manager of Arsenal for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, exactly. So I think that they need to, you're absolutely right, there needs to be better leaders leaders on the pitch and it's experienced players like Bellerin, and I don't want to single individual players out because I'm not, wasn't a professional footballer, what do I really know about football, right? Um, but there was a couple of times where he just got shoved off the ball or pushed off the ball by uh, by Grealish was one, I can't remember the other one, but it was, it was lead up to the third goal. Now, you can argue, okay, they were 2-0 down already, but you've got to show some effort for your fans, if nothing else, and your own personal pride. Like Grealish just shoulder, shouldered him off the ball, and he bounced off and then just jogged back. Three seconds later, the ball was in the back of the net. Uh, and then their, uh, Villa's first goal, the ball went the whole of the width of the six-yard box before, unfortunately, Saka had to put it in, but he, at least he was someone trying to put in a tackle to stop it going in. Unfortunately, he scored an own goal, but he's the only Arsenal player that tried to make an effort
0: to stop it going in, yeah. This kind of you no know, situations of course is frustrating for everyone to see when things don't work well. But uh, listen, um, this is we just come back to this point, you know, where people start to get excited with us, you know, after you know, the winning against, uh, against United and then for the Europe, Europe League, and um.
1: You got video playing.
0: Oh, no. What?
1: Is there a video playing on your computer or your phone?
0: Not on my video, no, no.
1: Oh, it's gone now. Must be a bit of um, delay.
0: <laughs> but you know, as long people start to get excited again, you know, the fans get excited after good, two good results from Arsenal. And a defeat like this, you know, puts uh, I think the uh, uh, the fans again, you know, start again. They start make the, uh, the the same talk again. Not not only fans, but people. But uh, what is important, I think, for us, you know, uh, in this situation, is not get get together, stay together, no matter what happens. You know, sometimes in bad games happen like this one. You can have like um, many good games, and uh, then when you don't do well. Everyone to talk about. Yeah, just learn you the process, but it's important they learn and start doing things. Mm-hmm. Not only learn with the, the bad things that happen, these kind of lessons, but um, do things right in the night the next time. Yeah. And uh, because everyone we expect from them, mm-hmm. you know, expect from them from a good team like they have to perform better. And um, Many situations, this case is not because they lost. We are talk, but we have spoke about some other thing. You know, I, I make some notes here when they win the games. You know, some kind of mistakes that uh, they could uh, uh, stop some situations. But um, let's go. Going back to this game, as uh, was clear that many mistakes was made. It's about to correct it. But uh, as as I mentioned, you know. About uh, the, the leadership, and sometimes, you know, be smarter in the game, mm. because the clubs, many clubs bully them on the field, and they cannot make the same. Yeah. That's why I touch again about leadership, being smart, play. and I'm not nasty in the sense of uh, uh, be a bad guy, a bad: Yes, exactly, but uh, be smart or so play smart. Because you can be a top player, but if you don't know how to play smart, you know, people bully you on the field. No,
1: and they, I don't think I, it's. I, I completely agree with you. It's definitely down to leaders, but I think it's down to. Uh, I don't think like they. I think the, I really did believe that the performances were down due to the confidence, and they were just in panic. None of them felt comfortable. No, none of them wanted the ball. They're like as soon as. Well, I mentioned earlier that Elneny gave the ball away a lot of time. But if you look at the players around him, no one wanted that ball. No one was moving into a position to try and find space so that Elneny could put in a decent pass. Mm-hmm. No one was doing that. No one was helping each other. Everyone was going, "I don't want the football." And I wonder if it's because I think I think I think football fans uh, generally go right. Team's doing really well. Amazing. We well giving them lots of praise. And then as soon as they make one tiny mistake, they everyone jumps on their back. I think that's just how football is. But I do think that Arsenal players get it a lot worse. And I'm not saying it's because of Arsenal fan TV. Um, but I think that it seems like a lot of Arsenal players get a lot of shit from Arsenal, Arsenal fans very quickly. And you can completely understand why the fans feel like that. I can completely feel like, understand like that. But I wonder if it's, that's down to partly down to the feelings of the players. Like as soon as they make a mistake, oh, I'm going to be all over social media now with fans calling me this and fans calling me that and videos for this. Um, and i think sometimes there's it's when they have a good game they get loads of praise when they get bad game they get loads of criticism and it's not really a, a it's not rational response you know yeah this was this was di- really, really bad performance
0: No, it's um, like this i don't know if you agree with, especially with social media it's very hard you know to keep the comments in a sometimes reasonable you know in certain ways, because uh, everyone talks, told, everyone has a voice. What I mentioned before is important, despite the, the bad result, they, they got, the bad performance, stick together, stick together and support each other, and be a, become a leader of themselves on their position, become a leader on the field. Because if they, they become a leader and they play smart, you know, with the quality they've got, they have much more chance. If you see the game against United, for example, it was hard, but they were focused in this game. Uh, Can be a a possibility, uh, you mentioned before, about um, self-confidence for this this game, about play home after two good results, maybe too confident, I'm not gonna mention relax for this game, but uh, after two good results, you work out after before this match, you know, expecting to win again to repeat a good performance, and starting the game not so well, you know change all your mindset, the mindset of uh, the whole squad. Think yeah. this was my opinion, the point where it starts the mistakes, it starts you know the the where maybe somebody got the ball and uh, we don't fight anybody. people are hiding around, you know, instead of showing up and show personality and try as much as they can to score goal and change their own situation. And uh, therefore, Villa just took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. They were organized at the back, they were, you know, organized in the middle, passing um, the ball so comfortable. Um, and it um, was a about uh, about time for mm. them. By the way, they 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 were playing very comfortably in, on the field.
1: I think I think Aston Villa completely shocked Arsenal by how quickly and how fast they came out. They were pressed really high. They moved the ball really fast, and they just attacked pretty much constantly for the first half. And I don't think Arsenal were expecting that. I just think they got completely surprised, compli- surprised by it. And I know I saw a post-match interview with Arteta. And he said, look, it was all down to me. I didn't prepare them well enough, which is what managers, what managers nowadays do rather than putting players in trouble. But for a certain amount of – these are professional footballers. This isn't, this isn't their first game. They've been playing for a long time now, and they should have expected that that's what, that's what Aston Villa were going to do. Um, and, yeah, I think, I think they just don't have it in them yet, whether it's the confidence or something, whether it's down to the, they know they're going to get a load of stick from the fans uh, or the media. Not putting all this soul in the fans at all. And I just don't think they have the ability to, once they're in a state of panic, to get themselves out of it. And I just, because I just don't think they know how to yet. They're just in complete panic and shock. And it's, they just do like, like shocked kids on the pitch where they need someone who's experienced who can then pull it out. And we've been talking about leaders a bit in this podcast. So who do you think are the potential leaders in that team?
0: When you see on the field, when I when I watch the games, you know, honestly, I found I find a little bit difficult to yeah. to find out who could be, because uh, it's about the way they express themselves on the field. You know, for me to choose one, maybe they are quite leaders. You know, I was you kind of, You know, I was very quiet. Didn't talk much. You know, I I represent my words in action,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, but um. You know, you are there.
1: Yeah, but you, so you, can, you can be quite a quiet leader, but you have to lead by example, which is how you played. There's no one yeah. leading by example in that team.
0: And the, the point is like, you know, how they are on a daily basis, you know, to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, as I mentioned, maybe they are two good guys between themselves. It's not a problem for me, mm-hmm. but on the field, they have to be good guys for the club. Mm-hmm. Good guys that represent the clubs, represent the fans, uh, really well that uh, makes everyone proud and make themselves proud of what they do on the field and um, sometimes i find it a bit difficult you know when i see their actions and uh, the way they you know they behave on the the game in the games even though when they win the games you know their expression i still you know struggle to point out you know who who is the leader yeah. you know well, the I still don't, don't really know Exactly. The only but, I, go on,
1: sorry. but
0: there are, I think there are some leaders on the way they are. It's not, it's not about wrong or right in the way they are leaders, you know. Mm-hmm. Everyone uh, manage themselves in, in the way it fits to everyone, you know, to themselves. What I'm saying is not uh, believing that uh, the best way is just, you know, open their arms, shout on everyone. But it's about the, you know some attitude you may have and the, the way the people perceive you. Everyone believes that you are little to be followed, mm-hmm. and they copy it from the field. Mm-hmm. But um, us, as, as, you know, the last the past years have been suffering, you know, a lot, you know, from the from this situation, a kind of leadership, you know, who are yeah, the really leaders of the team. I believe that is a moment to people. So they, they everyone starts to take uh, take this on their hands, you know. Okay, I'm leader of my position. It doesn't matter who plays, but in my position, I'm the leader. I'm the boss. Mm. You know, and uh, let's. Um, sometimes you don't need to talk much with the place, but on your attitude on the field, everyone will understand. Mm-hmm. When it shows up, your on a, on attitude, everyone understand that you have to follow them.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I agree. Um, I think the only player I can think of that who's been there for a while is is Leno, the goalkeeper. He's the only one I can see a little bit of leadership from occasionally. Um, but I don't think I think the players that have been there for a long time are too almost almost too wounded by the previous. They've been there too long. It needs to be a new player that's come in to be a captain. Uh, and I think Gabriel could potentially be could could potentially be one of the leaders on the pitch. What
0: do you think? He's he's too young. He's too young, and uh, he's going to grow up and uh, improve himself and learn things uh, from from the Premier League, from the club. And um, it's about himself, you know. And this kind of thing, we can talk about leadership every day, but it's about ourselves when we want to uh, to show up. Because sometimes being a leader is being sometimes a kind of a bad guy. <laughs> you know? Because you talk to the others, you shout on them, you ask questions, and you want answers from them immediately on the field. You know you want their response, and uh, so I remember sometime talking to Edu. You know a few times when he mentioned about Jens Lemon. Sometimes he shout on him in the training session, but I've seen him doing this not only with Edu, but he has has done it to me to Patrick to, uh, to show everyone every training session is the way he was. the way he is, you know the way he trained himself every, in every training session, you are you know this kind of the bad guy you know who talks to everyone he wants to position them in the right in the right place. but if they don't do the right things, you are there shouting hey, Come on what, what's wrong? And sometimes people don't like that, no, and, but it's, it's necessary. I was, just, I was just
1: about to say that. I think it's necessary. We, were t- we said on a podcast about three weeks ago that we Arsenal need to learn to be a bit badder. They need to be had to be nasty guys. Nice guys don't win anything. They need have to be a bit nasty, and they need a Jens Lehmann to go back and be that arsehole in the team. That just pick their I want to pick their ideas out, and I think that's someone I need. I think I really do. I think there has been they saw that defensive midfielder, and they need to recruit a bastard.
0: Uh, let me let me believe that this was like a bad day for them yeah. and uh, believe that uh, after the international break they come back strong and uh, reflect on everything they, they did wrong and to correct it for, for the remaining season because uh, from now on things are going to get worse you Now if you don't get the result and um, how many games Arsenal have played 9, 10 no less, nine eight, games. Nine no, it's like uh, eight games. And uh, from now on, I think the the teams are are, are doing well uh, after this this break from the last season. And uh, but everyone look is getting, let's say, uh, sharper from now on. This is what I'm seeing. As I have seen the last weekend, for example. Uh, Le- Manchester City against Liverpool was a you know a, a great game to watch great that's game to watch. to watch yeah it was a tough game uh, a nice game that's why when I I mentioned to this to us you know, you know regarding us especially it's time for them just to avoid silly mistakes mm-hmm. avoid silly mistakes and play in the way everyone expects them to play for a long time
1: I Agree. Um, so I think this is going to be a short podcast this week because there's not really many positives to talk about, and there's no game next week.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we don't want to just talk here, talk about negative things, yeah. But, um, but everyone uh, is well, there's no
1: player no, no play of the week this week, no, no, yeah. uh, I don't think no. anyone no. really no. deserves it. Maybe we'll give it to us. I'll, I'll name Gilberto Silva the player of the week.
0: <laughs> no, no, leave me out, <laughs> leave me um, out, but uh. I think uh, it's important that we don't want just, you know, extend uh, the podcast here just to, uh, you know, blame, blame, blame players and strategy. No, no, it's not the intention. It's about just discuss a few points and um, what we believe that uh, could, you know, uh, this is our opinion about the last game. It's not but they working, you know, on a daily basis and uh, very frustrating when this type of situation happen uh-huh. but it's about not just learning about your mistakes about do the right things in the next game and the next game and the next game again because if you don't have a consistency you you suffer a lot in football and sometimes in never business if you don't have a consistency to do it and repeat things and now learn from mistakes but make a right action immediately it's so hard to achieve the results and um, let's see. Hope they come back uh, strong after the international break and uh, renovate for the new, I don't know, the new what? <laughs> the new result. Next, the next new, new new result, the next game, and I uh, hope so. And uh, I send my positivity for all of them. And uh, this is what I want to... To, to say, but to send all my, my positive for, for the team and for the players and hope they get back stronger.
1: I agree.
0: Great, mate. Right. Uh, well, it was great to speak to you again. Yep. In this uh, new episode. Yep. Where people can see us, can find us, please help me out again.
1: All right, so we have, uh, you can, if you go to uh, link in Gilberto's bio in his social media, uh, we're available, the podcast is available on every single platform. Uh, And also, if you want to see our handsome faces, uh, mine, one of the Gilberto's, uh, you can find, (laughs) uh, it's his YouTube channel. So if you search Gilberto Silva uh, uh, on YouTube, you'll be able to find uh, his his, uh, YouTube channel, which has got all the podcasts in.
0: Fantastic, friend. Thank you once again, team. Nice to meet you, Ben. See you soon bye- bye